Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, rugby fans. Welcome to episode 111 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. My name is Colton Strickler. I'm your host. Let's go ahead and jump into the show the same way we do every week, and that's by jumping straight into the breakdown. The breakdown is brought to you by O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in world rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S.com. So, first thing I want to talk about in the breakdowns that David still made the USA Sevens team and will travel with them to the first two stops of the circuit in Vancouver and Edmonton. Uh, so you have the chance to see him in action this weekend. I suppose I should have started off. That's a crossover guy. Colorado XO, American Raptor, David Still has made the USA Sevens team. So not really surprised to see him make the team at all. I think he's going to be really, really good. Uh, I talked a little bit about it in the episode, or in the interview I have with Casey McDermott-Vie coming up here in a couple of minutes. Uh, but just his rise has been kind of meteoric, right? Like he just a shooting star. He's picked up rugby so quickly. He's looked so good in the – I mean, he started playing rugby in January. So he's literally at like nine months, nine and a half months of playing. Uh, and he's already, you know, signed a deal to go play with Austin Gilgronies after playing with the XOs in the spring. Played at the USA U23s at Rugby Town 7s. Had an awesome tournament. Caught the eye of Mike Friday, and now here he is. He, he you know, went to camp. Talked about it on last week's show. Was at camp uh, last week, and now he's he's played his way onto the team. So I'm hoping we get a chance to see him stretch his legs this weekend, run around, because I think he's going to be really good. He's going to catch a lot of people by surprise that haven't been kind of following along with his journey or this whole EXO program. I think arguably the biggest, you know, more some, most important piece to this puzzle is that the crossover program has caught the attention of Mike Friday. If you read anything that USA Rugby's been putting out these last couple of days about the Sevens team as they get ready for these first two Canada stops, uh, Mike Friday's mentioned the XOs in it, so I'll go ahead and read you a couple of quotes I cherry-picked from it. So uh, first one says, After a long standstill, talent identification has finally seen an uptick in activity with regional talent identification camps hosted by USA Rugby's High Performance Pathways and World Rugby, as well as the Colorado XOs initiative by the City of Glendale and the resumption of collegiate and club programs. 
Quote, well done to Howard Kent and his team for Club Sevens Nationals, as well as Linda Cassidy and the city of Glendale for making Rugby Town Sevens and the Colorado Exos a success, said Coach Friday. Quote, there were a lot of positives coming out of those events, not only in the eight players coming in next week, but in the longer list of athletes we've identified as prospects. And quote, that was from that first piece. And so he's talking about he brought in eight players, I think, for, that played in the Rugby Town Sevens, uh, two crossover guys in David Still and Sean Clark. Um, and it sounds like Sean Clark's knocking on the door. It sounds like some other stuff was going on. So that's why he's not making the trip to Canada this weekend uh, and moving into next weekend as well. But he's right there in the mix, too, so I wouldn't be shocked at all to see him get a shot here in the next few weeks or so. Um, so that'll be something to keep an eye on as well. But there's another quote from another piece that I wanted to pick out. It says, quote, as I've said before, it's a credit to the players, community, clubs, colleges, and programs such as the Colorado Exos that we can see more talent than can be molded and nurtured, said Eagles coach Mike Friday. So it's obviously caused attention, uh, which I think is a good thing. It just gives, you know, these guys that are coming in here giving rugby a chance for something else to work for. You know, it can you can go play in the Olympics. You can go play in the Seventh Circuit. You can play in the World Cup. You can play in the MLR. Like, there's just so many different options. You can play overseas, uh, and it seems like everything's on the table now. So if we're going through the tally, right, we're going – I think we had six guys uh, from the XOs in the spring signed to play at Major League Rugby. Obviously, two of those guys and David Still and Sean Clark just got opportunities with the Sevens team. Uh, former captain Michael Bandy is on the Chargers. He's playing wide receiver on the practice squad. So it, this program's already proven that, you know, it has legs, right? There's different options. There's this providing them with an opportunity to do something, stay in shape, learn a new sport, either pursue that sport, go back to the NFL. And I think this next group of guys, I talked about it a little bit with Casey in the interview coming up as well, really has the potential to do something special. The American Raptors released their roster today right before a quarter of this podcast. So they have a nice blend of experienced rugby players, a lot of new guys, and then guys that have come back from the spring. So they're kind of like right in the middle, right? They're, they're still crossover athletes, but they have a knowledge of the game that they didn't have when they started playing in January. Uh, and it's looking like it's going to be a fun fall. I can't wait to see what they do. So make sure you go check out the roster if you're interested. It's all over the social media. It's also on AmericanRaptors.com backslash roster. Uh, you can go check out the squad. So I think they're about about 38 guys, uh, and it's kind of a revolving door. So I'm sure there'll be a couple more people that kind of see what's going on or their situations change, and they want to come give it a try as well. So I would not be surprised at all if that happens later in the fall. So... First little bit I wanted to talk about in the breakdown was all that. And then the second bit I wanted to talk about was USA Rugby defeated Canada 38-16 at Infinity Park last Saturday night to avenge their loss the week prior. And as a result, they ended up winning the series on points as they used the big win to pull ahead of Canada 59-50 to claim the top North American spot in these World Cup qualifiers. So that means they'll get set for a series with Uruguay that will kick off at Infinity Park on October 2nd. So they still got two more matches, one here, and I would assume one in Uruguay. But, you know, USA Rugby says they're still figuring all that stuff out. So get another chance to watch the Eagles at Infinity Park. I know I'll be there for this one. I'm not traveling for that one. And it should be a good match. Um, and that's coming up pretty soon. That's, I think, in two weeks now, two weeks from Saturday. So it's crazy that this year has just kind of flown by. Uh, but that kind of does it for the breakdown. I don't really want to talk about anything else. 
Uh, we get, we'll cover pretty much everything else at the top of my mind as we go through the rest of the show. So we're going to jump to the next part of the show, and that's all the rugby you can watch this weekend, and there is quite a bit. So like I was saying, American Raptors, I don't know if I did say this actually. I was thinking it, though. American Raptors play Utah Club Rugby on Saturday at 2 p.m. Mountain Time on the turf at Infinity Park. So it's free to attend. It will also be streamed on AmericanRaptors.com if you want to get your kind of first look at these new-look Raptors. I'll be in attendance at that one. I'll be covering it, so we'll have a you know a recap and all that good stuff, uh, some content coming out of there. But if you're looking forward to come checking them out, um, I, I recommend coming out and just it's free, like I said, in the park. Bring a chair, bring some beers, uh, and just come have a good day. Uh, moving into Premiership, Premiership gets started this weekend. We got Bristol Bears versus Saracens on Friday at 12:45 p.m. Mountain Time. So nice little lunchtime rugby match. Worcester Warriors versus London Irish on Saturday at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. We got Leicester Tigers versus Exeter Chiefs on Saturday at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. We've got the Saints versus Gloucester on Saturday at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. We've got Sale Sharks versus Bath on Saturday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. We've got the Newcastle Falcons versus Harlequins on Sunday at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. You can catch all of those matches on Peacock. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, the Vancouver stop of the HSBC 7 circuit. Man, I got tripped up hard on that one. Uh, that gets started this weekend, so pool play begins on Saturday at 9.50 a.m. Mountain Time. The quarterfinals will begin on Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Semifinals on Sunday at 12.15, and then the finals begin on Sunday at 3.35 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, like I said, you could check out David Still for the Eagles. Friend of the program, Cody Melfi, will also be playing this weekend, and you can catch that tournament on Peacock as well. Moving into the Allianz Premier 15s, we've got Bristol Bears women versus DMP Durham Sharks on Saturday at 4 a.m. Mountain Time. We've got Saracens women versus Labra Lightning on Saturday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time. We've got Sail Sharks versus Gloucester Harpery Women's RFC on Saturday at 7 a.m. Mountain Time. We've got Wasps FC Ladies versus Worcester Warriors Women on Saturday at 7 a.m. Mountain Time. Harlequins Women versus Exeter Chiefs Women on Saturday at 8 a.m. Mountain Time as well. Should be able to catch these matches on Premier15s.com. So that's Premier15s.com. Uh, and then last but certainly not least, we've got the Rugby Championship. It should be round four. Australia versus South Africa on Saturday at 1.05 a.m. Mountain Time. Argentina versus New Zealand on Saturday at 4.05 a.m. Mountain Time. And you can catch both of those matches on Flow Rugby. I think that does it for the rugby you could watch this weekend. Uh, that's quite the slate. So you have the options to choose from. Like I said, I'll be at the Raptors match, so come say what's up if you're there. Go ahead and move into the interview portion of the show. We've got American Raptors number eight, Casey McDermott Vi on for the second time. It's one of my favorite guys on the team. I met him at the November crossover camp that kind of kick-started this entire initiative uh, back in November of 2020, and he wasn't participating. He just came to kind of check it out, got invited, made the decision to come out. Uh, so I did a little, you know, very brief interview with him at the November camp, and then he came on the show back in January. So I guess this is his third time. Uh, but Casey's just all-around great guy. Uh, big fan of him. Talked to him about just kind of the feeling of the team heading into the second go-around with this new blend of players. Uh, and it's got to be like a little better because not everybody is so brand new and they're, you know, this is the second go-around, so it's a little more familiar. They know what they're getting themselves into. And, and the new guys, it's got to be easier for them because there's been people that have done it before them now. 
which is always a plus. Just about how he's feeling health-wise, because he, last year he got pretty banged up, uh, didn't get to play a lot towards the end of the season, end of the spring. So he's looking good. He says he's feeling good. Uh, so that's good to hear. And then just kind of what to he expect heading into this weekend's match. They had a little kind of test run last weekend against Queen City, but this will be kind of their first big test. So I'll just kind of pick their brain, uh, pick Casey's brain on how he's, you know, going into this match and what the feeling around the team is heading into this weekend. So with that, we'll go ahead and kick it to my conversation with American Raptors number eight, Casey McDermott by. All right, now welcome back onto the show, American Raptors eight man, Casey McDermott by. Casey, how's it going, man? I'm going pretty good. Thanks for coming on, man. I always appreciate it. I like talking to you, Casey. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that we could get back together, do this again, because uh, I haven't had you on in a while, right? When was the last time? It was like uh, February, it was like, maybe? Yeah, second week. January? Yeah, January, so yep. Lots changed since then. So first of all, Casey, how's it going? Um, it's going pretty good. I'm doing well. Um, uh, feel really good to be back after... A long career-ending injury yeah. <laughs> that lasted four or five months. So yeah, it's really, really good to come back. How long back. have you guys been back at it now? About a month. Yeah, about a month. We start. We came back at the beginning of August. So yeah, time flies. Yeah. I know. So you're pushing almost what five, six weeks in. Yeah, basically. So how has everything felt? I guess this time around compared to the spring. I think um, the spring was kind of, you know, there was a, a lot of unknowing of going into the season, that season, um, just with the guys and the coaches and just a whole new setup. So coming in this season in August, everything was more prepared. I feel like guys knew their roles and the coaches knew what was going in. And I mean, also the pandemic didn't help as well too. So <laughs> that was tough, but they, yeah, coming in this season, it's, um, it's, everything's been going really well. That's good, man. I know you got a, you're back healthy. You know, you just talked about it a little bit, but you're feeling good. No issues so far, right? Yeah, good to go. Um, clear should to should go. Knock on the knock on knock wood. On wood yeah. Knock on the table <laughs> oh, you got to stretch your legs. Scored a try last weekend, right? How did yeah. that feel? Yeah, scored two tries actually. Oh, I only yeah. saw one. I yeah. wasn't here. The other one was pretty lucky, but the first <laughs> one was it was a lot of relief. You know, just coming back from a injury, and you know, um, I didn't really. Score the try. I mean, I did, but it was the help, help from Soup and and Aaron. So just being out there and being supportive, and you know, that's the whole process of rugby. So it's pretty yeah. cool. I know you kind of talked about like just feeling a little more comfortable. Like, how are you feeling about the team as a whole? Because I think you have a good mix of guys. I guess going into the fall, right? Like coming into the spring is very heavy. You know, guys that have never played rugby before, but now you have like you have like Don Makina and. Mm -hmm. Soup, but Campbell Johnson, like you just mentioned, or Aaron Matthews, like you have a lot of really, you know, well-established rugby players. And then you have a good about a third of you guys that have come back from the spring. So you, you've got your feet wet. You know what to expect. Like you, you know the game a little bit better than you did back in January. And then you got a lot of uh, new guys too, right? Like mm -hmm. guys that are coming in with a fresh slate that are still trying to learn the game. So just like how you feel about the dynamic of this team here in the fall? Yeah, it feels really good. I mean, those guys that you mentioned up, you know, that played a lot of rugby before, bringing their IQ in, and it, it helps a lot, you know, in practice. they When they talk, you know, we all listen, and it just makes more sense. So in, in our first game last week when Aaron Soup and, you know, Dom, those guys are talking, it just – it's – they're not talking like they don't have any experience. They're talking from experience, and it makes such more sense. And bringing their IQ and helping us, it's it's amazing. It's it's pretty cool. So yeah, it's the the, the dynamic of this season has been 
off the roof, you know, with those guys coming in. So it's pretty sweet. That's good to hear. I'm looking forward to like actually seeing it in action. I obviously missed last week. Um, you got a big, you know, match this week coming up against Utah Rugby Club. I'm looking forward to ask you about that here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to ask you, like, who is a new player that you think really has the potential to be really good at this? Like, who's somebody that I don't know if you want to talk about someone that you know hasn't played before that's come in and, and you just kind of can tell that. They're looking good. They're picking it up fast. Is there anybody like that? Yeah, I think the guy that comes up to my mind is Diesel. You know, him playing wing. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, his speed, his quickness. That's Gerard Can. Gerard, right? yeah. For, for yeah. those that don't know. <laughs> we call him Diesel. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's yeah. a good nickname. That's yeah, a- it's a good nickname. So, yeah, him, you know, just like running hard, just catching the balls, and just his lines are just pretty pretty amazing. And for him to catch the game pretty quick, it's pretty fun to watch. So I can see him being a potential, you know, blow-up guy. And obviously he's still got a lot to learn. But for him, these last couple of weeks, just seeing him play rugby, he's never played rugby before. It's pretty sweet to, to watch. Yeah. Uh, so, like, another guy that was like that in the spring was David Still. Mm-hmm. That was a guy kind of like – I remember going down to New Orleans with you guys. Like, his first carry was – I talked about on the show a couple of times, but the ball, like, bounced over his head, right? And he mm-hmm. just so nonchalantly, like, went, turned around, picked it up, and he just took off. He didn't score, but he took it, like, 80 meters. Mm-hmm. And just kind of that moment was like, man, this guy could really play. And, you know, as of a couple of days ago, it just announced that he made the sevens team for the first two stops of the HSBC seven circuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just wanted to ask, like, what was it like to, to play with with David like that? Just like maybe tell me a, a story or two about what it was like when he was here. And obviously he's coming back. He, he's got he's on sevens duty right now, but. He's been very upfront about how he's looking forward to getting back to Denver and playing with the Raptors again. Yeah, um, yeah. Watching him play these last couple se- uh, last couple games in the spring season was like, holy cow! You know, you can't teach stuff like that. Right. You know, he's just so explosive. And once he got, I feel like once he got his feet wet in multiple games, learning the game of rugby, getting his IQ up, I feel like he just knew what to do. He felt more comfortable, and um, he's a good guy on and off the field. Um, you know, he's always there for us and for him to make those big achievements, he deserves it. So, um, you know, really, really grateful to, to know him. I mean, hopefully he comes, he does come back. So we'll see. <laughs> I know, man, with the trajectory he's on, maybe we don't see him again. Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> I guess like in that same light, were you kind of surprised to see the, su- the success of the program like so early on? Because like how many guys, six guys went to MLR, yep. you had Bandy go back to the NFL. Yep. Like, was that kind of shocking to you, or is that kind of what you expected to happen? We, like, once you got in here and, you know, saw the guys, saw how they worked, saw how they were picking it up? Yeah, I, I feel like we kind of expected that just because, you know, the football players bring a whole different mindset to the game, and those guys are always hungry for something. And, you know, once they have that mindset, you know, they go out there and we saw things that we didn't – we couldn't tell, you know, like it was such good things. So, like – Everyone was hungry for a second chance, you know, and I feel like that fueled them up. And, you know, a couple games in, you know, we were trying to prove a point. Like, we're not just football players anymore. You know, we're, we're trying to become rugby players and make a statement here and, and you know, trying to make the national team. So that kind of f- fired us up. So like, a few weeks in, I was like, oh, this is going to be – some guys are, are going to take off here soon. So it was great to watch. Uh, this kind of maybe a little bit off topic, but what's it like playing, like, in these matches? I like, what's, what's the reaction from the other team? Like, are they cool to you guys? Like, do they not really like you at the beginning? Does that change towards the end of the game? Like, are you comfortable answering that? I don't want to, like, yeah, put yeah. you on the spot. Like, I just am curious as to, 
what like the reaction's been like from some of the teams that you've played against? Yeah, some of those guys they look at us like, oh shoot, these are football players <laughs> that played football before and come and play rugby. And I mean, it's just you know, for me, you know, I can kind of see fear in their eyes because they know like we're aggressive guys and we're we're we, all we know is tackle. But once we we run that ball, it's a whole different ball game. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of smack talking that goes out there as well, too, you know. But, I mean, that's the, the passion of the game right there, so it's all that's good. sports. Yeah, it's sports, exactly. So how was, uh, how was playing in Rugby Town 7s? Well, I played my first uh, couple minutes, and then I had like 17 <laughs> stitches. So yeah, you, you got your head knocked open a yeah, little bit. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, head-to-head collision. I mean, it was um, – going to the event, I was really excited, really pumped, but – Never played sevens before, so I was kind of excited and nervous. And when I was on the field, I was like, oh, man, like I can really test my lungs. <laughs> and it's a whole different animal, a whole different yeah. ball game than 15s. But it was a fun event. I had a great time meeting new people, you know, watching guys I grew up watching when I was a kid. So it was awesome. Did you guys know going into that tournament, like how tough of a draw you had? No idea. <laughs> really? I, I was at, when you guys first took the field, we were like, oh, man, like we – this is like some yeah. of the best teams that have ever come through and played in the tournament. Yeah, the first thing we played, I was like, wait. Because who was it first? It was uh, Jester's Justers, first? Yeah, and uh, just watching, I mean, just like watching them warm up and hearing their names. I'm like, these guys' names sound so familiar. And then two <laughs> of the guys were on the Olympics team. And yeah, yeah. a couple guys were on the MLR and right. a couple t- couple guys played for Scotland and Ireland. I'm like, yeah, that's, oh, this is going to be fun. That was tough. <laughs> so, what, yeah, it was Jester's, then Team Germany, which yep. was guys like – literally training at the like German Olympic. Yeah. They just live there. Yeah. Like, they all they do is play sevens rugby all day. Yep. Uh Barbados, right? And yep. then North American Lions. So yep. and then you could kind of tell too, like we obviously the first two matches did not go the way Absolutely. you guys had wanted. But like you could tell like as the weekend went on and as they played more matches, like yeah. they're getting their feet under them and they're exactly. playing like a little more composed and it was looking much, much, much better, better than better. the first they day. Beat yep. Barbados. Yeah, uh, that had to feel good. And then yep. even heading into the second day, like that, that match against the North American Lions was really good. It was a good game. Yeah, it came down to the last minute, but it is what that's it seven, is, man. That's, yeah, that's sevens for yeah. you right there. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to make sure I asked you that. So uh, moving into the fall stuff now, you have you know another match this weekend against Utah Rugby Club, like. Guess kind of what's the feeling going into this? There was I know there was kind of a little mix up in scheduling last week, and so this one to me, you can correct me if I'm wrong. This one feels like the first real one. Yes, you're going into to an actual like you know competitive match. So like it's just what's kind of the, the focus of the team, and how's everybody feeling heading into this weekend? Yeah, this week I mean it's nothing. It's the same as last week. You know whatever team we line up and play against, you know we're going to give it all. But we know this is going to be more competitive team you know it's a bunch of guys that's on the academy for Utah and those guys have a lot of experience you know they're gonna be bigger faster stronger and you know have a little bit more IQ than the team we played last week so um yeah it's gonna be a war it's gonna be a fun game and just test guys that haven't played rugby before and you know learn from those guys as well too so it's gonna be um it's gonna be a tough one for sure but end of the day you know just go out there and have fun. Yeah, I know this one's supposed to be streamed. It's out there for free on the turf, so this should be – people should come out and watch if they haven't. They're interested in checking it out. Absolutely. How are how you guys like the rebrand? I know this is like you got some new threads, like mm-hmm. you get a new kit. I would assume that brings like a little bit of different energy to the, you know, to the table. 
moving away from the XOs. How, how are you liking the rebrand so far? Oh, it's pretty sweet. You know, I mean, I feel like the Raptors is what Glendale's name was, you know, that and that's what holds the season together. So being able to bring that name back and, you know, bringing the bringing all these new kit, new stuff, it's, you know, like they say, play, you know, play good, feel good or whatever it's called. Yeah, and look good, feel good, look good, play feel good, good play go. good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty sweet. You know, that just shows you that yeah. the city has a lot of trust in us and, you know, people want to see us play and um, improve. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I like it too. It's, I think it looks really good and you're right. Like it just feels kind of right to go back to the Raptors because that's how, mm-hmm. so people know, you know, Glendale rugby. Has, exactly. So, um, how, how are your Horn Frogs doing this year? I haven't. Oh, <laughs> we're two and zero. Oh, there you uh, go. We uh, played Cal Berkeley last week. It was a, a tough game. Um, they who, won. Who is it? Uh, Keanu. He, he to, went to Cal. That's right. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah gotta, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot that he went some to bets Cal or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, the Horn Frogs <laughs> doing good. You know, they got a um, Big Twelve schedule coming up this month, and it's, we'll see how those guys do. All right, Casey, I'm uh, maybe like the biggest Drew Locke guy in Denver. I went out to New York last week watching Broncos, so I'm kind of like leaning back over to Team Teddy. You look really good. Mm-hmm. But you you, re, you know, hit me up on Twitter and said you played against him in high school, so I need to ask you about that. Yeah, so I uh, <laughs> went to high school in Kansas City, Missouri. and um, What high school did you play for? Raytown South. Okay. And I think so when I was playing rugby, we played a team. We played the Blues. And a bunch of the kids that were, we played against went to Rockhurst. Yeah, Rockhurst. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. That's my only knowledge. Yeah, those guys are pretty good. Yeah. I do remember they were like, oh, we go play in Denver sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he went to Lee Summit and we were in the same uh, conference. Mm-hmm. And, so um, you played him quite a bit then. Yeah, right? we played him quite a bit. What, how, you're probably the same age. So, yeah, we're, we're both the same age. Okay. And um, pretty nice guy, pretty cool guy. And I remember. His sophomore year, he started for Lee Summit. He was all right, and then his junior, he just blew up. You really? know, just became one of the one of the top athletes in Missouri. And um, I have a couple of share of my highlights of me <laughs> sacking him back in the day. Um, and I remember uh, we played him against my um, my senior year, and we they they beat us pretty bad. And I remember him coming up to me, he was like, "Hey, man, like trying to go to Missouri together." And I was like, oh, "Man, I'm not trying. To go. I'm not really trying to sit in Missouri no more. I don't want to go to yeah, Mizzou. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go find a better option." But yeah, I played against him in the last three years, actually. So kind of, kind of That's didn't cool. grow up together, but we, we were always close, you know, in camps that we all was attended. So it was pretty cool. That is cool. I heard he could shoot the basketball pretty well too. Yeah, his sister actually was a really good basketball player, and he played as well too. And uh, he was a point guard. And, yeah, I remember watching him play sometimes, too. I was like, man, this guy can go both ways. <laughs> I think his ship has sailed in Denver, unfortunately. I thought I thought he, you know, had the potential to be good, but seemed to be in a different place now. Yeah. I didn't really play against anybody that cool. I played against Christian McCaffrey. He beat me <laughs> uh, in state my junior year and then knocked out of the playoffs my senior year. And then we played Phil Lindsay, too, when he was at South. Oh, yeah. But they just weren't very good. Sorry if you went to South and listened to this podcast. <laughs> he was good. They had, they had a couple good guys, yeah. but that was all. That was that was all there. So uh, it's all questions I had for you, though, Casey. So feel free. I usually leave this little back part open if you want to shout anyone out or, or plug anything that you got going on or uh, feel free to, to throw that in there. Oh, nothing. You know, I think I'm just uh, really grateful to be back, honestly. You know, it's been a, t- it's been a roller coaster ride with my foot injury, and that kind of bothered me a lot the last couple months, you know, and just being back healthy and treating my body and my mind right and hopefully have a healthy season. So, Hopefully have a good uh, season this year and finish up strong with these guys and leave on a good note and go on from there. 
I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm wishing you the best of luck this season. Hoping you can stay healthy because I want to watch you play rugby. Yeah. Like the little bits I've seen, you look awesome, man. Yeah, so thank I hope you. That you can keep on the field. So, <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Casey. Thanks, Colton. All right. I hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with American Raptors number eight, Casey McDermott Vi. I know I certainly did. Uh, big shout out to Casey for coming in, chatting with me for a few minutes. Uh, he's always been super helpful whenever I needed anything, and I really appreciate that. So I'm sure you get out there and cheer Casey on this weekend. I'm um, looking forward to watching him play. So we would jump into required reading right now, but for the second week in a row, I'm skipping required reading. I'm not assigning you any homework. We'll get back in the saddle next week. Don't you worry about it. But we'll get a nice little two-week break here at the beginning of September, and then we'll really ratchet up the heat moving into the third weekend of September. So... Go ahead and close the show with the loop. Like I said a couple times in this podcast, just come out and check the Raptors play this weekend. Uh, I'll be there, so if you slide through, come say what's up. Just send me a tweet, send me a DM, whatever. You can do that and follow along with everything going on at the NVR Rugby on Twitter, at the NVR underscore rugby, and at Colton Strickler. As my show this week, everybody, thank you for listening. I hope you had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy all the matches this weekend. And I'll catch you all back here next week.